You're listening to Uniquely Beautiful Stories with Heather McIneer, a place for you to find encouragement to fully live your uniquely beautiful life. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Uniquely Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Heather, and before we jump into a great interview today, I wanted to take a couple minutes to give you some clarification on a couple of the things that we mentioned in today's podcast. So first of all, I just want you to know here from the get-go that this was originally filmed as a video interview that I did with my friend Haley Bobay, and it was filmed to be an encouragement for the women in our women's ministry at our church that we attend together, and we had a, a positive response to this video that I wanted the listeners of this podcast to also be able to hear the wise and wonderful words that Haley has for each of us about health and fitness and nutrition and just what that all means for us as women and how it affects our emotions, our hormones, our hearts, our relationships with the Lord. And it's just really a great interview. And so I hope that you ladies are encouraged by Haley's knowledge and her personality is just contagious and we just had a great time. So a couple of times during this interview, we will both make mention of our watchers. So obviously in this case, we're actually talking about you, our listeners. And the second thing I realized on both last week's interview and this interview that my guest and I talk about Council Road. And I know that some of my listeners have have no idea what Council Road is, so I thought I'd give you some clarification on that as well. Council Road is actually the name of our church, and that was my connecting point to both my guests last week, Daisha, and this week, Haley. So towards the beginning of each interview, we talk about that and... I just wanted you to know what it is that we're talking about. Um, It's a church that our family has been plugged into for many years, and we have just met some of the best people and um, created just a real net of community around us. And so many of these encouraging stories that have encouraged me are coming from some of the ladies that are in our church family. And then lastly, we mentioned a couple of helpful resources for you. And so I want to make sure that you go to the description of this podcast over in iTunes because I'm going to list each of those things that we mention. Uh, we mentioned an app called My Fitness Pal that Haley really speaks highly of. She also briefly mentions her husband, Cody Bobay, and the ministry that he has for men, and it's called Soul Con Ministries. So if the guy in your life would be interested in Um, It's either there's a website, there's an app, there's actually a book, but uh, Cody really focuses on the whole part of a man and it's body, soul, mind, fitness. And so point your guy there if you think he'd be interested. And then lastly, we talk about an upcoming race. It's a 5K, a 10K, and a one-mile fun run and walk. And that's actually not just for our church community, although... At the end, I'm addressing the Council Road women and um, inviting them to join us. This is a community-wide race. People come drive in from Tulsa and from surrounding areas. This is the eighth annual race. It's a really great time. It's Easter weekend, and so I'll also include in the podcast description how you can get information and get registered to join us for the eighth annual Easter run. Thank you so much for bearing with my uh, announcements here at the beginning, and now I hope you love my chat with Haley Bobay. I am so excited to introduce you today to my friend, Haley Bobay. Haley is a beautiful woman who uses her uniqueness to encourage other women to be healthy in their lifestyle and in physical activity. So before we get into the ways that Haley is doing that, I would love for you just to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, how long have you been at Council Road, all the good stuff. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Um, well, as she said, I'm Haley Bobay, 
and I'm married to Cody Bobe, and we have two children, Ty and Parker, and Ty is six, and he would tell you he's about to be seven, <laughs> and then we have Parker, who's five, and I homeschool, and um, yeah, and my husband has a men's ministry, and so we love family time, and that's basically who we are. Awesome. So. Well, I feel like I met you probably about four, four and a half years ago when you guys came to Council Rose. Is that mm -hmm. about yes. right? Yeah, <laughs> four and a half years ago. Okay, and so I feel like from my very earliest memories of you and Cody, you guys have just been a real really like ambassadors for healthy lifestyle like i feel like as a couple as a family you guys just do that really well and um, yeah you're welcome <laughs> um, i've been on the sidelines kind of watching you encourage women um i've seen some of the fun fitness videos that you did with fit beyond the scale and just a way that you have made fitness so achievable and doable um, and practical and I love that. And so before we get into really like how you do all of that with women, I'd love to hear kind of where your story started. Like when did you get interested in physical fitness? What did that look like? What was kind of the catalyst? So it's kind of funny because <clears throat> I really wasn't too into fitness when I went to college, but I was going to school for musical theater. And so we had dance classes and I knew it was going to be a little bit more intense. And so <laughs> in choir, when, again, one of the first couple weeks that I was at OCU, I just randomly was stood up and was like, hey, does anybody in here run? I just picked running, which I think is probably a pretty common, like, I want to get into exercise. I'm going to start true. running. And so I, you know, so does anybody in here run? And there was a girl who was like, oh, I do, and I would love a running partner. We both didn't know anyone at the school. And um, she actually, I didn't know this when I agreed, ran cross country <laughs> in high school and was like 5'10 or 5'11. So it was a like, challenge. She's legit runner with yeah. this giant stride. Totally legit. <laughs> starting out. Yeah, I was more so starting out. I mean, I had danced some, so yeah. I had some kind of, but not anywhere near her ability. And so it was a, you know, it was a challenging way to start, but a great way to start because yeah. this is something she had done all through high school. So it wasn't like, she was like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. And so she was all in and yeah. um, ended up becoming one of my dearest friends. And we became cool. roommates later. And so that's how it all started was there. And then from there, she kind of introduced me to some weights. And then I met Cody and he was in the Navy mm -hmm. and he enjoyed exercise and it just grew. And mm -hmm. he decided he was going to become a personal trainer. And then after we got married, I became a personal trainer and just started to love learning about fitness, but also mm -hmm. started to love helping others mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. just grew over time. So mm -hmm. I love that. And something I have always noticed about you and Cody is that you aren't just passionate about physical fitness, but you guys seem to really cultivate like a community mm. of people doing it together. Would you say that that was yeah. intentional and that's yeah. like a part of... I mean, well, I think some of that too is per my personality. Well, <laughs> like, true. come on, everyone. <laughs> the more the merrier. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's just kind of part of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's huge. Uh, just community in general mm -hmm. is a word we use a ton right now, yeah. but it is it is so valid and very important. Yeah. And um, there's that accountability there, and there is um, the encouragement yeah. and all those things. And I mm -hmm. think it's important to be intentional about it. Mm -hmm. So um, as you begin exercise, for some of you that are watching, if you're just starting, I think being really intentional about finding someone who yeah. will really be a part of that with mm -hmm. you and really mm -hmm. hold you accountable and and mm -hmm. um, be a place for you to have that accountability. So. Absolutely. I know for sure for myself, 
if I'm going to meet someone at the gym or run with someone, I'm all in. Like, I'm not going to back out because they're waiting on me. You're not going to let them down? No. But if I'm going to go by myself, I mean, there's a hundred reasons why I talk yeah. myself out of it. Or I won't run as far or finish a whole workout. You know, I get right. tired and I'm like, well, that's good. I'm, I've done a good job. And right. so there's kind of that, there's that positive um, I guess positive pressure of having another yeah. person with you that's like, come on, we can do this. And, and it's a lot harder to deny your flesh by yourself. True. Do you know what I say? Like that's yeah, a lot yeah, harder than like saying, hey, we don't feel like doing this at all, <laughs> but we're doing it. Yes, you know, yes. like, but I really want to hang out with you. So there is an element of like the friendship side of things and the community yes. side of things that it's like a dual purpose. Absolutely. Which so then it makes fitness a little bit easier in that regard for sure so. and it makes it fun I'm yeah. like you I like yeah. a party I like to be around people and also it makes it go faster because if you're talking with someone the time just flies by you right. know but when you're by yourself it crawls it can crawl <laughs> yeah. yeah well something I've noticed obviously you're passionate about helping women in mm -hmm. fitness that's kind of that's your thing and yes. um so we've talked about like fitness can be a great way for community Obviously, it's good for our health, but for women specifically, like what are some reasons that women in general should be concerned with their health? Not just because it's the thing to do or because it's the new year, but just as a whole, like why should we care about our physical fitness as women? I think there's a myriad of reasons. There's some of the ones that get talked about a lot that are pretty obvious, like, um, you know, heart disease and avoiding osteoporosis. And, well, you know, a great way to do that is to lift weights and strengthen your bones and all those. So those things I think are more commonly talked about. But one that I wish was maybe addressed a little bit more with women is that, um, especially in our culture right now, there is quite a bit of hormone imbalance mm -hmm. or issues with hormones. You know, you'll hear women like, oh, my hormones are so out of whack. And exercise yeah. can be a natural, proactive way um, to help in that area. And so, for example, um, I talk to a lot of women that struggle to sleep or wake up in the middle of the mm -hmm. night. And exercise is one of those things that can actually help mm -hmm. to help you fall asleep or to help you get a good night's sleep. And so, um, you know, I think that that is one thing that's not talked about quite as much, especially um, in the area of like anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and I wouldn't say exercise is a way to uh, replace therapy necessarily. Right. Right. Like I've been to a therapist. <laughs> I think counseling and all that is awesome. Right. But usually that's one of the first questions I'll ask, you know, mm -hmm. how's your diet? Are you exercising? Because those things do play into that and mm -hmm. do, especially if you already have a hormone imbalance, exercise can be a proactive way to help and to help get those hormones back in alignment. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we just live in a culture too, where it's just, there's a lot of stress, Absolutely. a ton of stress. Yeah. And, um, and exercise, although it's probably not what you feel like doing. You're mm. exhausted. I'm tired. I'm stressed out. I have so much going on. The thing that could actually help is probably the thing you feel the least like doing. Yeah. And so, so it, and so there's the community, you know, that yeah. community can come in like, Hey, it sounds like you've had a hard day. Let's go for a walk. Yeah. You know, those things can really help in the areas where you maybe feel like hopeless mm. in some regards. Mm. Yeah. I'm never going to have energy. <laughs> I'm never. And it seems counter to what we would think. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to go expend all this energy. You know, right. how is that? But it actually does produce feel-good hormones. Mm -hmm. You know, anyone who's seen Legally Blonde uh, <laughs> probably remembers when Elle says, it makes you happy. You know, exercise <laughs> makes you happy, but it does. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I would say that that is one area of fitness that benefits women that okay. maybe isn't talked about as much or, or is maybe a little bit overlooked. So I love that. And I've seen that for sure in my own life. Like, um, like you said, seasons when I'm stressed, when there's a lot on my plate, if I'll just go and get a really good workout, I mean, I do feel better. And like you said, it's the last thing that sounds good. I mean, I would rather like 
go eat some ice cream right watch a show on the couch doing nothing I think that's kind of our thing is like oh I've had a really hard day I'm gonna Netflix and just binge watch TV but then that also usually (laughs) it leads to binge eating and so then it just becomes this vicious cycle you wake up you feel terrible and it's like well now I don't feel like exercising exactly you know and the more the more time that goes you know then you just it just becomes a habit you know so I've definitely been there and was sleeping um, it does help me sleep. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I'm in my 40s, so things aren't like they were in my 20s. Yeah. And so I notice about every five to 10 years, just things shift and things change. My energy level, my hormone levels. Um, and I, I have tried to be moderately accurate, active, but there have been seasons that I've just, it's fallen by the wayside. Yeah. And then I can totally tell when I get back into it that mm-hmm. my body, my mind, my heart, like everything responds well. And it's not an instant, like, yeah. you know, I mean, it, like anything, instant. right? Like anything in life. There's it's just nothing's not, instant. No. Um, but, you know, I felt like it even benefits me spiritually. What would you yes, say about that? Absolutely. I think there are huge benefits spiritually. And I think it's a way to honor the Lord, you know, we say honor God with our bodies and like, he's given us this body, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's the only one we have. Um, I've heard you say that of like, it's the only one I got, so I'm (laughs) going to treat it well. Um, and I think there's a a huge component there too of, um, Mm self-control and, and self-discipline. So, um, obviously our relationship with the Lord comes first and, um, Paul talks about in 1 Timothy about how physical training is good, but training in godliness is beneficial for this life and the life to come. Mm -hmm. So that's our first. Mm -hmm. But physical training is good, and it is a way to, um, you know, practice self-control and Mm self-discipline. Well, how do we – that's a fruit of the Spirit. So how do we do that? Well, by being in relationship with the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. by cultivating an intimacy with the Holy Spirit, by saying, hey, God, I want you to be a part of this – in my life. Mm -hmm. And I talked to you about recently about how that is something the Lord has shown me in the last Mm -hmm. few years. I've had, I've been on the struggle bus in the last year where you say Mm -hmm. sometimes fitness falls to the wayside. I had a business that was crazy. I started homeschooling and fitness did somewhat fall to the wayside for me this last year. And the Lord has really shown me, Hey, invite me into that part of your Mm -hmm. life. I want to be a part. I want to be a part of every area of your life. It's God doesn't want to be compartmentalized to one part of your day. He wants to be a part of all of it. So Mm -hmm. it's just, I think it's a really neat way to look at fitness. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. God, I'm inviting you in and I'm saying, I want you to be a part of this. And I know that any, um, you know, strides that I make or success that I make will just be me reflecting back to you. Like the Mm -hmm. glory goes to you. Like you are my help in this. You've given me the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, to guide me and to, to give me strength Mm -hmm. and to, um, give me discernment, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I definitely think there's a spiritual element and, um, I just would encourage you guys that are watching, invite God into that part Mm -hmm. of your life. I think it's really easy to, um, you know, say, Oh, well, uh, I know I need to lose weight, so I'm just, I'm going to do it, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and not taking, pause and saying, Hey God, I want you to be a part of this Mm -hmm. journey because I ultimately, I want to glorify you in every area of my life. And so like, you're welcome in this part. And, and I'm going to cultivate my relationship with the Holy spirit Mm -hmm. so that, um, I can have that discernment for self-control and self-discipline because that is a lot of what health and fitness is, you know, is denying of the flesh, um, (laughs) which Paul talks about so much because it's hard. So it is hard. 
I really appreciate your honesty and transparency just sharing that that you've had a struggle oh, with yeah. keeping this focus. I mean, <laughs> you know, as women, we don't know any different than to just, you know, if we see someone as like a really great right. fitness person, we just assume that like it's yeah. always easy. You always want to wake up and do it. You never skip a workout, you know. Right. you. But it, I, I know in my head that that's so not true. Yeah. Um, but I really appreciate you just sharing like you have seasons yeah. where fitness is hard and you know how important fitness is. Yes. And so I really do appreciate that. And you know, it's something that I've actually admired and seen in you is um, in a culture that's so, like, obsessed with the physical, mm-hmm. especially even, like, sometimes trainers or people that are yes. in that industry are so obsessed with the outward appearance. I feel like just as a whole, since I've known you, you have really presented a balanced approach to that. And I'm I'm curious, and I know balance is like a myth, you know, no one has true balance. <laughs> well, it's just anywhere, it's a hard, but like, it's a constant, right? Like, yeah. balance is one of those things where it's like, <clears throat> You're constantly in pursuit of balance, I guess, right. in some regards. So Thank you for that, though. Absolutely, absolutely. I know it takes effort, I guess, is why, you know, I would ask you, like, what are some practical or personal things that you have done? Because mm-hmm. I do feel like you've done it well. And Thank as you. much as humanly possible to just keep us a balanced mindset about, you know, this is like God calls us to love the Lord with our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mm-hmm. And so it's this whole person, you know, outlook. Right. And I feel like you've done that well. So Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's totally been like with the Lord's help and mm-hmm. really being sensitive to the Holy Spirit when, you know, I'm, I'm feeling conviction about certain things. So mm-hmm. I, and I, I will say I'm 32. So this is in regards to being 32. Mm-hmm. I know you said you've, yeah. you're 40. So yep. I think it looks different too for ages, but I'll, to speak on for me and balance, like, I know one area that has been a struggle, so I'll share this Mm -hmm. because it may be for some of you too, um, is the scale. Mm -hmm. And so there is a ton of emphasis on outward aesthetics Mm -hmm. and the scale and how much you weigh and what Mm -hmm. size you wear and all of that. And there have been times where, um, in in a way, like the scale has been my little mini God Mm -hmm. in that um, I wake up and I would weigh every morning. And this was years ago. Mm -hmm. And I would weigh every morning. And my day, how it went, would be determined by that number. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if it was a number I wanted to see, it was a great day mm-hmm. and I was excited and motivated. Yeah. But if it was a number that I didn't want to see, you know, I would get so discouraged. And even though mm-hmm. I knew the truth that your weight <laughs> right. can fluctuate, you know, yeah. I know yeah. the truth and the facts, even still, it had a lot of power over me. Yeah. So there was a time period um, where I, before I started my fitness um like online stuff, mm-hmm. um, I named that fit beyond the scale. And that was because right prior to that, I felt like God was telling me to throw my scale away. And mm-hmm. so I did. And I got it out of the trash. <laughs> you know something's got a hold on you and you'll get it out <laughs> of the trash. <laughs> That's going pretty far. So anyways, I got it out of the trash and like it was a struggle. Mm-hmm. I would put it away. And then there was finally a time period where I just threw it away and like Cody took the trash out, you know, and that little Walmart scale was gone forever. And I went months without weighing Mm -hmm. myself and just, this is something I'm doing because I want to honor God with Mm -hmm. my body. And I want to, I want to be able to carry out the giftings he's given me, live on purpose, Mm -hmm. live on mission. And to be able to do that to the fullest, Mm -hmm. I, I need to be taking care of my body and exercising and eating healthy. And that needs to be the focus, not what that equates to weight wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, cause I had a healthy BMI. I mean, there are, right. you know, I don't want to totally disregard the scale because there are like health benefits or reasons to look at a weight as mm-hmm. far as for health concerns. Mm-hmm. But as in general, just speaking to my own experience, right. you know, that is one way. So 
I would say if there are things that are discouraging mm-hmm. or that keep you from um, pursuing health and fitness, mm-hmm. get it out. You know, yeah. I, it's funny because that probably doesn't sound balanced. Like throw it away. Geez, that's so extreme. But for me, it actually created balance. It was like, hey, I know why I'm doing this, and it's to be healthy, not mm-hmm. for a certain weight. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, it was like it was holding too much power in your life, yes. and it's like um, you know, watching what we eat is also important and making sure that we're getting vitamins and minerals and nutrients, but then some can make that an idol and they can become obsessed about what they're eating. And so I do think that's a great example because it's just an example of something that in one person's life is not a stumbling block, but in someone else's, it's becoming this big idol. So I I think that's a great example. And I I do, I've seen that in your life where I love that you are self-aware enough to go, I'm a fitness person, and I do not need a scale. <laughs> well, I put I? it all out there. No, I'm not afraid to, I, you know, say, because I think we need that, you absolutely. know? Absolutely. And I would say, too, one other thing that I would say on the balance thing that has helped me to have that self-awareness or to step back and say, mm-hmm. okay, look at, you know, the daily and what are things that might be, um, you know, strongholds would be, um, is it hidden? So Mm -hmm. that would be one is like, if what I'm doing needs to be hidden. So Mm -hmm. for example, like for some people it's stress eating or emotional Mm -hmm. eating. I struggle with that. Mm -hmm. Like that is a, I'm a very emotional person Mm -hmm. and anyone who knows me that's watching (laughs) is like, yes, she is (laughs) extremely emotional. And so food sometimes helps me cope. Mm -hmm. But if it's something that I'm hiding, that's not balance, you know? So if we look in the Bible, there's a time for feasting. There's a time for fasting. Mm -hmm. If, if the feasting is something that has to be done and hidden and it's not something that you want to share, that's probably not a balanced feasting, you know, mm-hmm. or if excessive exercise mm-hmm. is something that you're hiding or you don't want to share, then that's probably not balanced. That's one thing that has helped me. Yeah. Is this something that I feel like I need to keep hidden or I'm afraid to share or, you know, then that would be a red flag for me to say, okay, yeah. God, am I honoring you in this or have I gotten off balance? Yeah, so. that's good. I love that. I feel like those are, um, in my life, I call them heart checks. Like just yeah. check in where, you know, are there things I'm hiding? Are there things that I'm over, like that are having an over importance, you know, mm-hmm. and those are just good things to check in because all of us can fall into that at any yeah. time. You know, we're never past it. Like I'm sure you continually are checking yourself. You're watching, you mm-hmm. have accountability, you know, yes. it's because none of us are above that. So I really appreciate your openness. Um, and I think another thing, for myself that's a struggle is this culture of comparison. So we've got all the social media, you know, outlets, we've got people posting their photos all the time and it can be good. Again, like social media can be a great thing to connect us. It's such an encouragement. It can be so inspirational and encouraging. Yeah, but it can also do the opposite. Yeah, have you seen that in your industry? Yes, oh, for sure. I for sure in the fitness industry. (laughs) It it is pretty rampant, I feel like, in some regards. And just, you know, always remembering that things that are portrayed online, which we hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. Like don't compare your life to somebody's highlight reel or, you know, and all those things. But it is pretty, pretty prominent in the fitness industry in that, you know, there's like, you can learn how to pose certain ways to make yourself look a certain, you know. And so I think too, just remembering when you're looking at social media, mm-hmm. if something that is inspiration, you know, there's like Fitspiration and Fitspo, those were like huge hashtags at one point. I don't know if they are anymore. But um, if you're looking at something that's inspiration and all of a sudden it turns into negative self-talk, mm. so it becomes a tearing down of your body, mm-hmm. it's no longer inspiration. Mm. You know, that's, that's destruction. So that is a good heart check mm-hmm. of 
is this beneficial? Is this inspiring me? Or am I overwhelmed? Right. <laughs> you know, because it can right. be overwhelming. Am I overwhelmed and feel like I'll never measure up and feel like I can't do this? Mm. That's not inspiration, you know? So I mm. think it's okay. Follow, if you're on social media, and that if you're on social media, that's a big thing for you. Follow the people that really inspire you. It'll mm-hmm. be positive. It'll be mm-hmm. a positive, okay, you know, they mm-hmm. posted this quote and it, I can do this, you know? Yeah. And it'll be a positive um, it'll it'll produce positive, I don't know, out, results. results. Yeah, yeah. And, and and just positive, you know, talk the way that you're speaking of yourself and yeah. and fitness and health in general. Yeah. So, so if you're, um, whether it's in real life or social media, if you're leaving a situation feeling discouraged yes. instead of encouraged, then yeah. that's another one of those good heart checks. Good like heart this check. is not yeah. good for me. So whether it's. Check you know, an environment where you're working out, whether it's a gym you're going to and you feel a ton of pressure or you feel, you know, you're in a class and you feel, you know, you're comparing or whether it's the online thing. Like, I feel like in my life, working out, like, I should be encouraged that I put the effort in when I'm finished. I shouldn't... Celebrate your victories. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Totally. And I think, too, being okay with that exercise changes, too, Mm. with age. Like, your age will change what you're able to do. And that's okay, you know? And that celebrate, you know, I've, I've worked with people who are like, oh, I'm just walking. Hey, you're walking. That is awesome. You know, that is one of the best things you can do for your health. Like go take a 30 minute walk, get your heart rate up. Like Mm -hmm. simple things I think sometimes are downplayed when we should be celebrating those victories or I shouldn't say should, but I encourage people, let's celebrate those victories Mm -hmm. because those small victories are what are going to continue to inspire you. Mm. You know, you can be inspired by your own small victories too, to keep going. I've really struggled with that in my own life because I was a runner. I ran track and cross country in high school and running was just kind of always my quick outlet. I could run out, do, you know, three miles, five miles, whatever, and come home and feel like I had not only got my heart rate up, but it was a time to pray. It was a time to listen Mm -hmm. to worship music. Like it was just this great time in my day. And, um, in my, starting in my thirties, like my knees started aching a little bit, but I was like, Oh, I'm okay. You know, I'm going to push through this. And I had, absolutely. It's, it's good. You know, pain's good. And I had this goal to run a half marathon at some time in my life. And so when I was 39, I was like, I'm going to do this. I want to do this before I turn 40. So my sister was my running partner and we had a great time. I loved those miles of training. I loved, I had a, a couple of other friends that ran with us and it was great. It was community and it was something that I wanted to do. And I was able to do it, and I actually ran two half marathons, ran, walked, jogged. You yeah, know, it's all good. <laughs> finished two half marathons. Log. Yeah, walk, jog. Yes. And but it, but my body was clearly telling me like this is not good for you. And um, so I'm 44 now, and there was probably two years in there where I just didn't know like well what's my exercise strategy because it just <laughs> used to literally be put on your shoes, go run, come home, you're done. And walking didn't feel like much when mm-hmm. you've been running. You've been and so I really struggled and there was honestly a season that I was like, well, if I can't do that, I can't do anything. So mm-hmm. I did nothing for a while. And so I have been kind of that person that's been like in all these different places exercise wise. And I know many people are in that place or have been in that place. And I would love for you just to give us some kind of some tips, like maybe like you're training us. (laughs) People are at so many different levels. So maybe for like the person who has never exercised, but hearing this today, they realize, gosh, there's benefits for my hormones and for my sleep and for my spiritual life. I want to start this. And so they're starting from ground zero. And then you may have someone who is probably like me, who's been moderately active, but they um, haven't been super consistent or maybe, you know, they want to challenge themselves a little. And then 
you've got the ones out there that are really active yeah. and it's a part of their life. Maybe they're burned out. Maybe they've been doing very like consistently three to four days a week, but they're tired of what they're doing and right. they want to challenge themselves. And it's a new year. So we <laughs> may have some new year's goals of just being healthy. Um, so yeah, could you, is that something you'd like to do? Just yeah, give I love us a little it. bit of direction here. Sure. I love it. Well, first of all, for any of you that are new and starting and and maybe exercise has never been a part of your life or it was for a season and now you're ready to start again i just want to encourage you to say first of all you can do it um i think sometimes people just need to hear it's totally possible um and and so i my encouragement would be there's two different places i would say to start start realistic and i know mm -hmm. people say that a lot because so how do you figure out what's realistic you know i would say if you can't do it for six months, it's probably not the best way to start in either fitness or nutrition. Um, I think there are some, there are, there's so much information on the internet. Mm -hmm. So like you go to type eat healthy and you're going to be overwhelmed and one, one program will say one thing and then another one will say the complete opposite. Mm. And then it, it's really overwhelming. Yeah. I've had people call me like, I don't know what to do. Right. Right. <laughs> Everything's Ooh. counter. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, which it's thing? which thing, you know? And so, so for those starting out, keep it simple. So for exercise, I would say if you if you haven't been exercising at all, find a way to do something simple like three days a week, okay? Some people start, I'm going to go six days a week to the gym. That might be a little ambitious. And so really uh, take a step back and, and, and be introspective and be honest with yourself. It's okay. Right. You know, be honest with yourself. What is practical? Is three days a week walking for 30 minutes practical and include your family. Like mm. if you, if this is something that it's like, I need some more accountability, but you maybe don't have time to meet somebody at the gym, so, you know, see if one of your children or your husband or you guys all as a family want to go walk after dinner. Mm. That's a time okay. where there's kind of downtime and a lot of people will turn on the TV, yeah. like ourselves and my family included. Like that's something that we enjoy. Yeah. We like watching uh, Ninja Warrior together. <laughs> But maybe for a time, do that together as a family. Or, but it's simple and, and it's attainable. Yeah. Three days a week, 30 minutes, and just get your heart rate elevated. You know, mm -hmm. just do it. And I think if you can keep that habit, even if mm -hmm. you don't feel like it, okay, yeah. keep the habit. So let's say you decide I'm going to go to the gym three days a week. And one day you don't want to go at all. At least keep the habit. Even mm -hmm. if you go, show up at the gym and play on your phone for 15 minutes and walk <laughs> for 15 minutes. You know, even if it doesn't look like some of your best days, yeah. you've Do maintained it. the habit of going to the gym or you've mm -hmm. maintained the habit of getting outside after dinner mm -hmm. and walking around. May not be your most stellar walk ever, but yeah, you're doing but you it. it. So something simple like that. And then the, the second thing that I would say too is um, if you're interested in like the, the health side as far as like healthy eating and things like that, because they totally work together. Mm -hmm. it, it You really... You can do one without the other, but really for the results. And I think most people have heard, you know, health and fitness, health and mm -hmm. fitness. So um, I would suggest downloading an app called MyFitnessPal. It's a great way to start. It has you enter your height and your current weight, and um, it will help you determine caloric intake um, that's right for you mm -hmm. in order to steadily and very in a healthy way lose weight. And you get to enter your exercise. So you enter like what you've done for the day exercise why wise and it'll adjust but this can give mm. you a really if you're just starting this will really open your eyes yeah. to what you're eating how many calories you know and i love in other countries they don't call calories calories they call them energy 
because that's yeah. what they are. You, they're energy. energy. So they need to give you energy. Let's not look at calories like they're this horrible thing. It's yeah. energy. You yeah. know, we just want to make sure we're getting the right amount mm. of energy for what we're doing in a day. And that's a great perspective too, because I feel like um, over the past few years, as my my knowledge has grown and my mind shift, my mindset has shifted on food. Um, because I grew in a grew up in a house where we just kind of like had whatever, ate whatever. Yeah. That was the time period, you yeah. know. People weren't concerned with um, with what we were putting in our bodies as much, um, mm -hmm. and that was something I was really convicted about a few years ago. Is like everything we put in our body is actually just fuel or energy for mm -hmm. us to live, and so it really has helped me stop and think. Like, is what I'm about to eat going to like give me energy? Is it going to fuel mm -hmm. me? Is it going to give me some nutrients, or is it just like a fun? thing and and that's okay sometimes it's I mean yeah that sometimes. piece of cake is great some and, people that's you know, their love language it's right. like they're foodies right. you know they like trying different foods but that's, that's where fine. I think something like my fitness mm -hmm. pal is really helpful mm -hmm. because then you can be aware of how much energy right. you're getting from said things right and um and yeah, and you can be intentional. So yeah. if you have a wedding one weekend and you know, okay, there's going to be, and I really just want to enjoy it and not right. worry about it. Great. Then put a limit on, you know, I'm going to, at the wedding, I'm going to just enjoy whatever's there. Mm -hmm. And, but then after the wedding, that's it. You know, yeah. that was it. I enjoyed it and it yeah. was fun, but you're still kind of maintaining some form of accountability or mm -hmm. discipline in those things. Also, another thing I would mention about my fitness pal, I don't want to forget to mention this because it can be really helpful for people starting out, is it is like a community in the sense that you can have friends on my fitness pal. So if you find someone that you um, want to hold each other accountable, you can actually connect on my fitness pal. You can choose to have an open diary, which has like a food log and an exercise log. And you guys can see what each other are doing and really encourage each other on, cool. you know, so it's maybe instead of getting on Facebook, get yeah. on my fitness pal, log your stuff because yeah. that's the other things like, I don't have time. I, I think Facebook yeah. has let us know that we, we all have, have time. time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is the one really good thing that it has shown us. And yeah. so, um, you know, get on there for five minutes. Yeah. Like your friends that she, it'll say she went for a run or mm -hmm. it'll log her mm -hmm. exercise. Like it. Encourage yeah. each other. And um, I don't know if this is possible. You'd be able to tell me. But maybe afterwards, can people comment on this if they are needing Absolutely. a workout partner and yeah. say like, hey, I'm wanting to do this yes. thing, but I need someone. Yes. And, and I'm sure there are women here at Council Road and that you could maybe pair up with. And mm, sometimes I the best that. accountability is not your best friend. Yeah. You know, you like, guys can talk <laughs> each other out and be like, you so know what? Yeah. much grace Let's there. Let's just go to Starbucks today. Let's just go to Target. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll walk. So you know? <laughs> much grace there. So sometimes yes, it so is like somebody that you know, but like maybe you're not super tight with. Yeah. That can be really good accountability. Yeah. So yes, comment. Um, she's got a couple more tips for us, but at the end of this, I love yeah. that. Comment um, on the blog or on where we share this on Facebook and just say, hey, give a little, you know, hand raise. I would love an accountability partner and we can totally help connect people or you can connect yourselves to someone else who commented like, yeah. that would be awesome we'd love to cultivate that I think that can be neat, here. So. yeah that's awesome okay so what about the person who's already you know they're semi-active they would say they're moderately active maybe right. two to three times a week um but they really are convicted 2018 I'm going to take it up a little bit what would take it up a notch yeah um so there's several things that I would recommend but I think mostly it would just be pick something new and different okay um, to pursue. So maybe it's a 5K, like if you've never done a 5K, that could be a fun new goal. It, again, like you said, if you have bad knees and it's bad pain, <laughs> there's a difference between muscle burning and fatigue mm. and bad joint pain. And mm. bad joint pain is sharp. 
Mm-hmm. It's usually very sharp. You can usually point to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so generally you can tell the difference. Yeah. If you're running and you're like, ah, oh, that, you know, that's not a good fit and that's okay. And yeah. there's other things that you can do. Um, so I would say find something, um, you know, maybe new and different. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Like rock climbing, paddle boarding. There's even a class at one of the gymnastics places around here that have aerial silks, you know, just wow. something crazy. Yeah. That may be for the more that. consistently active person, but, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, yeah. maybe try something different um, and, and try something new. Uh, another thing I would say is just consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think for the moderately active, if that alone is your goal of like, okay, I'm moderately active, but I really just want to be consistent um, mm-hmm. with whatever aspect it may be, maybe going to the gym or maybe doing a workout video at home mm-hmm. or something like that, just really driving home the consistency. Okay. Um, and yeah, and I think too, that would be part of being able to do this long term. Yeah. It's, is saying, I'm a fitness person. Mm -hmm. Even if you only do something fitness related one day, (laughs) I am a fitness person. And I, this is the rest of my life. And so even if you do it Monday and then the rest of the week falls to the wayside, well, Mm -hmm. I'm a fitness person. So I'm going to continue. I'm going to do this. And that's what kept me through this last year. Mm -hmm. I say that because I feel like this has been my last year. Mm -hmm. And that has what it's like, I'm going, even if, well, I'm a fitness person. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't five to six days a week, which was my norm for mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. but it was once a week, mm-hmm. you know, or two times every other week or, but it was mm-hmm. continuing to go on some level because yeah. I'm a fitness person and this, I say I'm a fitness person, but this matters. Right. It matters. It matters. And so even if I'm struggling to do it, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep, keep putting in effort mm-hmm. there. So. I love that. I saw that in my own life as well, that season when I had to quit running and I was like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I knew that yoga was real restorative and I had never done yoga consistently, but I started doing yoga classes because they don't have that impact on my knees. Yes. Um, and so that eventually became my, you know, two to three times a week. And then it was crazy because I started seeing like my arms got stronger mm-hmm. and like, you know, I just felt stronger and I felt more flexible. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, it was something totally different using totally different muscle groups. And yes. so for me, I was like, well, this is really cool. And at first, I didn't feel like it was a hard workout. I mean, I was like used to going out, doing something for 30 minutes, being sweaty, getting my heart rate up and being done. And sometimes there'd be an hour yoga class. And if it was a more restorative class, I wasn't even really sweating. sweating. But after the next day, I would be like super sore getting out of bed. And so I was like, You're well, surprised. this is, yeah, yeah. surprise. Like this is crazy. But it was something, I do think that that was kind of a bridge to get me back to where I could work out consistently again because I just felt so discouraged because what I knew I couldn't do anymore. And so I love that you brought that up about doing something different. um, And I love that you brought up yoga because that's a good one. I'm really glad you like yoga and Pilates, totally Mm. different style of workout, but can Mm. be really fitting for people that maybe do have joint issues Mm. or, or if you're moderately active and you're not flexible and you don't ever stretch, (laughs) it's important. It just doesn't feel like you're doing anything, but it is important. Flexibility (laughs) has always been a part of testing, you know, where your health is. Like Mm -hmm. if you go into a gym and they do a fitness evaluation, they are going to have you do like a reach test or a touch your toe test. Flexibility is a part of health. So Mm -hmm. I love that you brought up yoga because it is one of those that think sometimes people are like, oh, well, I just did yoga. And I'm like, you did yoga. Like, that's good. It's great. It is. It is. And I mean, it gave me some different types of goals, I think too, because I hate to keep talking about the running world, but that's, that was all I knew. And so, you know, my old goal was like the 80 year old man that 
is still doing marathons. And I was like, I'm going to be that person, (laughs) you know? And then it was like, well, my dreams are crashed, you know? (laughs) Then I go to yoga and there's like a 75 year old woman that can still pop up into a headstand. And I was like that. Okay. There's my new goal. (laughs) I can do that. It does not hurt my knees. So you go, it just, it's helpful. It encourages you. So like we talked about, you leave encouraged. Like this is literally something I could do for a long term. You know, I I love that. So what about our last category of people who, you know, they've been consistent and they're in my head, they're probably like rock star status. Yeah. Like they're out there working out really consistently. They're in shape, but maybe they've just plateaued and they're they're bored with what they're doing. They're burned out, right. or they really want to take it to another challenge. Level. I think burnout happens when you're not challenging yourself anymore. Okay. So I've been the burnout person. Like I said, I was a five to six day. I mean, and I worked out hard mm-hmm. and I was consistent and. I got burnt out on it, you know, and I think some of that is circumstantial, like life circumstances. I had a big move. We, I started a business, all that, that kind of played into the burnout, but I wish I, you know, I say, I wish, I think it would have been helpful had I said, you know what, I'm going to go rock climbing or I'm going to just change to something new and different. Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing that can be really helpful as far as like burnout goes, but also just change. It's really good to change your workout, you know, every three to six weeks, even if you're still weight training, changing, Mm -hmm. you know, what you're doing Um, because it's called general adaptation syndrome, but your body does adapt to the pressures that you're putting on it. And so whenever you hear people say muscle confusion, that's like a personal okay. trainer term, but it changes it up so that you're, you're constantly, um, giving your body new things. And so your body has to adapt in a new way. And so okay. you develop different muscle groups. And, um, like you said, when you did yoga, mm-hmm. you started to develop like smaller muscles that for stability mm-hmm. and for balance mm-hmm. that you were not using running. And yeah. so that is something that I think is really beneficial to the person that works out all the time and does the same thing over and over and over again. And maybe you're like, I'm not seeing the results or, you know, this doesn't quite, you know, I'm not as excited about this as I Mm -hmm. used to be. You know, that would be a great time to go find something new and do Mm -hmm. something new, a practical way to do that. So probably once a quarter, so four times a year, it would be a good idea to pick something that is just something you maybe you've always wanted to do or you felt like, even though I'm active, I don't know if I could do that, like a Spartan race or like an obstacle race. Or if you're not a runner and you're healthy, your knees are healthy, a half marathon Mm -hmm. or something that's maybe a little aggressive that you're like, I don't know, and sign up for it. So when you put your money where your mouth is, you're much more likely to follow through. Mm -hmm. So that would be a great way to maybe discover if there's something new that you like, or you may do the Spartan race and like, I never do that again, but I did a Spartan race. Check it off the list. (laughs) Done and done. Or there's tons of Groupons for like uh, different like yoga studios, kickboxing studios, Mm -hmm. CrossFit studios, all those types of things. And so, um, you know, maybe just picking up a Groupon and trying something different. Um, and it, but making a goal to do it four times that year, you know, yeah. like, and putting your money to it yeah. so that you will follow through. And if four times seems like a lot, then two, you know, yeah. I mean, but adjust. Yeah. Every but, six months and grab right. a friend to do grab it with a friend you. and have them sign up too. <laughs> yes. I think another thing with, with, uh, the people that exercise on the regular, I think it's one way you can challenge yourself is generally there's one, like there's one or two things you know that you are doing that aren't beneficial to your health. Okay. Okay. So like, um, or they don't benefit your exercise. Mm. So 
Um, mine is staying up really late. <laughs> I love to stay up late. And um, I think it's probably because I homeschool my children with me all the time. And right. I'm like, it's your alone hours. My, this is it. Yes. <laughs> and so, um, but it really does not benefit my exercise. Mm. So the next day, I'm really tired. It does mm. make the denying of the flesh a lot harder <laughs> to get to whatever I'm choosing to do for exercise that day. Yeah. And so that would be one. Yeah. Um, if there is certain things that you know, um, like, like for example, if binge watching Netflix does make mm -hmm. you eat a ton more, mm -hmm. um, you know, and you're just kind of sitting there munching and eating by yourself, I would challenge the person who's already really active. Mm -hmm. That's not helping. You know, yeah. that would be yeah. something that you could say. You know what? I'm going to focus on letting that go this year. Mm -hmm. That would be a way That's to good. challenge yourself if you're already challenging yourself physically. There's probably something you're not stretching at all ever. Okay. I see that one a lot yes. because it doesn't feel like you know going to the box for CrossFit and whipping out it. Those workouts are so hard. Right. I did CrossFit for a month. I tried it. <laughs> I don't know if it was the best fit for me, but it You're was by really your hard. And, um, you know, and so it stretching doesn't feel mm. as, you know, productive necessarily. Mm. So, if, you know, but you know you need to you be need doing to. it. And so that would be one thing I would say. That's something you can do while you're watching Netflix is get on the floor. <laughs> right. I've done that before. Get on the floor right. and stretch during stretch. a show, you know, for 10 or 20 foam minutes. Foam roll, foam rolling. Yeah. If you And I won't get into what, but you can always YouTube it if you yeah. don't know what foam rolling is. But it is a great way to also work out adhesions in your mm -hmm. muscles for the very active yeah. because you want to work those out and lengthen those muscles. And so. Yeah. Well, obviously, Haley is a wealth of information. <laughs> All these things, I love it. I love it. And so I know that you're going to want to connect with her. Um, if you are a council roadie, you can find her at church. Um, if you're watching this and you want more information, I'm sure that Haley would love it if yeah. you reach out and ask a question. Um, and then connect with each other because we would really love it if women just wanted to connect to get healthy. I mean, that's what this is about. Yeah. This is not about anything other than just creating a healthy community of active yes. women because like Haley said, God has given us one body and one life. And I know that I can't be my best. I can't do the things he's called me to do right. when I'm not feeling well and when my body is not healthy and when I don't feel strong. Right. You know, I can't be picking up kids and you know, chasing after them and just doing the things God's called me to when I'm not taking care of myself. And so really, I hope if you hear anything else, you hear that that's our heart. Yes. Um, fitness is about being the very best version of ourselves that we can so that we can glorify the Lord and fulfill his call on our life. And, and invite God into that. Yes. That'd be the one thing I really would love to just drive home is like yes. really include him in that part because I think it's really easy to just compartmentalize for that sure. say, I can do this. And for God's sure. like, now I want to be a part of every area. So. I love that. I love yeah. that so much. Well, thank you, Haley, yes, for taking your absolutely. time. This was so fun. And thank you for watching. I do want to mention one more thing because she talked about a 5K and I can't help but give a plug. <laughs> so at Council Road, we have an annual run. We have a one mile, a 5K, and a 10K. It's called the Easter Run. So obviously it is Easter weekend. It's the Saturday before. This year it's March 31st. Um, and every dollar goes to benefit the House of Healing, which we both are really passionate about. It's a great organization doing awesome things for teenage girls. So if you want information about that, you can talk to one of us. Um, you're going to see it on our church's website and Facebook page, but it's coming up. So if you're interested, we have walkers, we have runners, we have people pushing babies in a stroller. It's a very doable yes. race. And also I'd like to say... Um, 
So I've run tons of 5Ks in the area, and this by far is my favorite course. And I remember hey. that the first time I ran it, I just had one of my kiddos, and I was like, you know what, I'm still gonna participate, I'm gonna go be a part of this. And I remember telling you this, I went out of my way to make sure I told you this course is great. So it's a great running course for your very first race. Um, it's relatively flat, but it's beautiful, mm -hmm. um, which is huge when you're running in a race. It can just yes. make the time go by a little bit faster, but yes. it's, and, there, and there's a ton of energy, there mm -hmm. there's kids, and when you cross the finish line, there's people cheering you on. It really is a well put together race, and it's also a really good course, which I just wanted to emphasize thank you. for those that are nervous. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's fun. And then following the race is a family fun day with inflatables, food trucks, and Easter egg hunts. So it really is just a, a family event. And so I do think that would be a great thing for you to do. Like I said, you can walk, you can jog, you can run. Um, but thank you so much for taking the time to watch this. And I do hope that you were encouraged today to go out and live your one uniquely beautiful life well. Thank you for listening to Uniquely Beautiful Stories with Heather McIneer. Share this podcast with a friend and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Now go live your own story. 